0: This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions and dreamers. Hey, everyone, it's great to have you back. And I really appreciate you listening in to another episode of the Champion Forum podcast. I am on a mission to influence others to become champions and help everyone reach their fullest potential in this life. I want to start by addressing a question from one of our aspiring leaders. This question comes from Austin. Here's what he says. Jeff, listening to the podcast today led me to something that I have realized recently. Being only 21 years old and a current intern, I love to learn about leadership and learn in general. How can I apply a lot of the information that you teach to grow quickly in corporate America post-graduation? Austin, this is a great question. Uh, I'll tell you, the the question actually provokes so much thought that I have decided to make it a standalone episode. I am titling this episode, A Message to Young Professionals. So Austin's question asks how to apply the information he's being taught to grow in his career post-graduation. I don't feel this question deserves uh, a step-by-step action plan to apply what you've learned. I would respond by giving some practical advice that may not excite you right now. Um, Anytime we prepare for something, we should be putting a lot of effort into learning, into obtaining knowledge. And during the time of preparation, it can become a little daunting Uh, You're reading a lot. You're listening to podcasts. You're surrounding yourself with great mentoring. And I'll say this, although I'm titling this A Message to Young Professionals, this would really apply to anybody uh, because you can restart at any time. Uh, We think of some of the greats, Colonel Sanders. I mean, he started as an old man. He started a business. You know, I think of, uh, you know, Michael Cardone from Cardone Industries started very, very later in life. These are some people that have built empires in their own right. So this is really for anybody, but based off of Austin's question and thinking back into me just starting out, some things that uh, that maybe I would have incorporated differently. But, but here you are. You're reading a lot. You're listening to podcasts. You're sitting in classes. You know, you're know. you listening to professors speak. All, all of this stuff is happening. You're hearing some great advice, and quite frankly, you're not even sure how to process it, and you're not even sure what it all means. You know, it's tough to identify with a situation that you've never been in. You know, these people are telling you, hey, when this happens and when this happens, do this and do that, and you're kind of hearing what they're saying, but you're not really processing how that looks or how that might play out because, again, you've never been there. Um, However, take heart because how you prepare today is how you're going to live tomorrow. That should give you a lot of encouragement. How you prepare in this moment, in this season of preparation, is how you're going to live tomorrow. What you're doing in this season of preparation is you're building what I call muscle memory of knowledge. Muscle memory of knowledge. I'm just going to do it this way. This is who I am. This is how I do it. There are times that you will read a book, you're going to listen to the podcast, and you walk away feeling like you didn't get anything from it at all. Like you heard it, but... It kind of just didn't make sense to you. What you'll find is is that weeks, months, sometimes even years later, you'll find yourself handling resistance with much more ease uh, than your peer group. And why is that? You might not even be able to pinpoint why you're outperforming your peers. However, I can tell you subconsciously what is happening is that you're reacting to situations based off of the valuable deposits that have been made prior to the execution This concept is very similar to actual muscle memory. The sport of football is very much like this. And for those of you that don't watch football, I apologize. But, you know, during football camps, there's a lot of time devoted to learning the playbook. I mean, and if you look at uh, playbooks today, I mean, you have to have a degree really to even learn a football playbook. There's hundreds and hundreds of plays. The offense, they'll go through different plays hundreds of times incorporating uh, you know different defensive schemes until they feel super ultra confident in their ex- execution of the playbook. They practice the play so much that it becomes second nature to them. Every professional team in football does this just like every professional and every leader should also do this. This is the preparation phase. However... Just like football, at some point, the game has got to be played. Once the game begins, you find that there are several things that happen that you simply did not expect to happen. The best players on the football field, like the best professionals anywhere, they find ways to improvise. They simply find ways to win, even when the biggest surprises are thrown their way. Some people will tell you that it's instinct, instinct, You know, it's just something that comes natural to them. I'd say maybe there is a part of that, but I call it preparation. The athletes are spending time in the weight room. They're doing cardio. They're doing agility training. They're watching film. They're mentally preparing more than their peer group. And these are the ones typically that make it look easy when the surprises come that weren't planned for. It's no different in a professional environment. It's the seeds of development that you plant now that will prepare you to win later. My army drill sergeant said it best when he said, we're going to sweat now so that we won't bleed later. I got to tell you, when he told me that, it made sweating not seem so bad. I mean, at the moment, here I am, uh, you know, his goal in life was to uh, get me to uh, muscle failure. Like that was his mission in life is to get us to a physical state that we physically couldn't function any longer. And I thought that was horrible. I thought that was terrible. Like, who in their right mind would do this? It's borderline inhumane. But when he made that comment of, listen here, soldiers, we're sweating now so that we don't bleed later, I'm like, you know what? I have some great purpose. I really don't mind sweating. If this means not bleeding, sign me up. I'm ready. Matter of fact, let's sweat some more. Thank you, sir. May I have another What you are doing in this season is creating and building methodology. You're creating and building muscle memory. Methodology, methods, these are what we create to ensure sustainable results over time. You know, Austin also mentions moving quickly up through corporate America. I guess the first thing I would say to that is um, quickly could be defined differently by everyone. Uh, my advice here is to have realistic expectations, and I'm not calling Austin out. I don't know what his definition of quickly is, uh, but I, I would say it's very important for all of us to be very re- realistic with time frames and you know, goals that we've established so that they fall in line with realistic expectations. Moving through corporate America or any organization for that matter, it's going to require a lot of effort because, uh, look, there's a lot of competition in the world. You're not a one-trick pony. There's many like you, and uh, there's going to have to be things that you do differently to stand out. I always say that if you want things you've never had, you've got to be prepared to do things you've never done. Uh, your professional career is no different. And for the sake of time, I would give these three things that I call the three-legged stool that will help you propel your career. Now, these three things, uh, again, they could be episodes in and of themselves, I just want to give you some general uh, type feedback on what I call the three-legged stool. These are the three things that are methods, results, and culture. Those are the three things. Great methods, great results, and great culture. Why a three-legged stool? Uh, Well, because a three-legged stool cannot stand on two legs. Simple as that. You know, if it was a four-legged stool, uh, you could probably still get along with three. A three-legged stool can't stand if one of the legs is missing. Why it's that way is these three things are very important, meaning you can't have two and miss one. Uh, You can't surely have one and miss two. Uh, A three-legged stool just can't stand on two legs, and it it definitely can't stand on one. You're going to need all three of these things in abundance to thrive, to move very, very quickly uh, towards your professional goals. So the first one of the three-legged stool, one of those legs is methods. Methods uh, is so, so important in sustainable success. As I stated prior, these methods create results that will carry over the long haul and help you drive consistency. You know, we've all seen the one hit wonder. This might even be the person that won the big trophy, got the big trip. uh, They got the big bonus, but they're not fooling anybody. Matter of fact, they're the person you all are talking about. Oh, they got the big trophy. They, They got all the high fives at the meeting and all this and that, but they're really not all that. You know who I'm talking about. They were at the right place at the right time. Don't let this get to you. I promise you that if you have the proper methods, this will be a flashback to the classic turtle and hare story. We know how that story ends. Methodology is the playbook that we spoke about earlier. This is the creation of the muscle memory that I talked about. This is the work outside of the golden hours that you put in so that you can execute on the biggest of stages. This is the discipline of a process that you've perfected to create winning formulas for consistent winning outcomes. Hiring managers, they're attracted to this because if you're a person that has displayed that you can stay true to process and methods, they can plug you anywhere and they know you're going to win. It's never been about the widget. I tell people that all the time. It's never been about the product or the widget or the fill in the blank. It's about you. It's about your methodology and how you can drive winning outcomes in any environment. If you're a reader, you're a podcast listener, I would recommend that uh, you become a note taker. Know that as a young professional, um, and again, even any, any area of uh, life that you're in, any phase of life, take notes of what stands out to you. What you have done, um, say it out loud. You, you've taken these notes. Think about what you're going to do with these notes. So you're taking the notes, you're listening to this podcast, you're taking notes, you're reading a book, you have a tablet beside you. Um, look, maybe you're a highlight kind of person, you dog-ear the page, however you want to do it. But I like taking notes and then reading my notes out loud. Why? This is a great way to learn. It's rare that you're going to be reading something in the moment and you're like, wow, that applies to my current situation. You know, oftentimes it's not the case. You're reading a book to prepare for something that hasn't even happened yet. You may not need what you learned right away, but you have mentally fouled it. And you've taken another great step toward creating world class methodology. There's going to be that time when the chaos comes or the uh, opportunity comes and the light bulb's going to go off and you're going you're gonna to recall back this type of information. The second part of growing quickly uh, professionally is to have world class results. Uh, Here we go again, Mr. Obvious. Thank you for the great advice in letting us know uh, that we need to perform well. I realize this seems logical. However, it's a point that needs to be stressed. Results absolutely matter. You've all heard the saying that you can't have a $1 million dream uh, with a $1 work ethic. Just doesn't work that way. Everybody listening to this podcast is saying, I want great results. There is no doubt. But here's the reality, and you've seen it your whole life. Not everybody obtains great results. Here's another thing that you've probably seen, is the people that have obtained great results, they typically make that pretty consistent. They are people that just typically don't lose. Put them over in that department, they win. Put them over here that they win. No matter what they touch, they're like King Midas. Boom, gold, boom, gold. That is not by accident. It's not by chance. But I can tell you, results matter. Great results get the attention of a lot of people, and results are a magnet for the spotlight. Organizations like to win, uh, and they like to thrive. Uh, You know, These kind of organizations that are winning, they're growing, they're thriving, they're looking for peak performers that can help them do just that. Understand a couple things about results. Great results will often get you a ticket to the interview table, but they will not get you the promotion. Uh, they, They just won't. Now, results will get you there, and uh, without results, you're not even getting to the table. Like, you're not even going to get there. The results will be attractive. Adversely, if you don't have great results, it's most likely that uh, you're not even coming close to the interview table. You are going to fall in what I would call as the sea of sameness. You're just like everybody else. You're just part of the rank and file. And look, um, we need those, too. Matter of fact, they make up about 80% of our work uh, force. That's just reality. Uh, Now, look, I'm a leader. I've led big teams. I would rather it not be that way. I would rather that uh, everybody was driving peak results and peak performance. It just doesn't happen. Go chase big-time results. But understand that although results will get you a seat at the table, methods and culture will most likely get you the promotion. So the third leg of the stool is culture. How are you exu- exuding this culture uh, in your organization? Are you a student of the culture of the company? Do you understand their principles? Do you know their history of the company well? Can you articulate these things effortlessly? Now, you might be saying, Jeff, I'm just in a small company. We don't really have, quote, unquote, a culture. Yes, you do. Uh, There is something there, uh, even if it's just the history of the company, the story, if you will. There's something there that you can work with. I can tell you this. If you want to increase your odds of moving quickly in promotions, uh, being able to articulate and be an ambassador of the company's culture will absolutely be critical for your advancement. This is one of the most uh, missed pieces of the three-legged stool that I see. And I'll tell you why uh, this is important is because as you advance in the company, it will be very, very important to senior leadership that they are promoting people that will be flag bearers of that culture for the future. They're thinking about the next generation. You know, it only takes one generation of poor leaders to possibly ruin the sound culture that the ones that came before you built over time. It may have taken decades, years, and in some cases, we have cultures that have been built over 100 years. So here's a pop quiz. I want to get you thinking about how seriously you're taking being a culture ambassador and uh, being an advocate of your organization's history and journey. Do you know your company's mission statement? Have you, have you memorized it? Can you explain it? Maybe you've even memorized it, but can you articulate what does it mean? What does that mean? Do you know the history of the company, the key milestones that represent the journey that your company has been on? When was the last time you were on your company's website? Think about this. Let's be honest here. I ask this question to people all the time. You know what the most common answer is that I get to this question? Look, Jeff, if I'm being transparent, the last time I was on the website was uh, when I was preparing for the interview. What? That was like five years ago. I know, crazy, right? It's amazing to me. Your company's website is most likely their elevator pitch to the world. Go through every tab of that website and learn it not read it, learn it. You may be saying to yourself, Jeff, you know, that seems quite excessive. How's that going to help me uh, do my job better? How's that going to help me drive key performance indicators and get on top of the stack rankings? I would answer by saying this, you're preparing now for the job that you want in the future. You wanna go ahead and be the results guy? Go ahead, you're the one trick pony. This is a three-legged stool. Results alone won't get you the job. And here's another reality. Being a culture ambassador and a historian of your company will not get you better results. That's not what it's about. It's about getting you to the next step. By doing these things, what you're doing is you're committing to them, you're telling those around you, this is important to me, that it matters. You will find as you climb the ladder of success that the competition gets fierce. It gets crazy fierce. It is tough. The margins of error are minimal to none. You may not even be in a place in your journey, and I know you're not as a young professional, that you can even identify with what that looks like. But I can tell you this, um, it gets tough. And so by adopting some of these things early, I can promise you, you will be way ahead of your peer group. Everybody around you at some point that's going for the promotion, guess what they're going to have? Great results. You will need to find differentiators to separate yourself from the pack. I talk about it all the time, living in the four camps. Camp one, I hope it doesn't come up. Camp two, if it comes up, I'll wing it. Camp three, if it comes up, I'm prepared to speak about it. And camp four, if it doesn't come up, I'm bringing it up. As it relates to your organization's culture and history, you will find that very, very few will dedicate time uh, to be an expert. You want to be somebody that lives in that Camp 4. They're, they're, these people, that aren't committed to it. They're more focused on what's right in front of them right now. They can't see five feet in front of them. They're more focused on meeting this month's quota or earning the bonus. To elevate fast, you will need to do both. To be elite, you will need to live in Camp 4. If it doesn't come up, I'm bringing it up. This was something that I accidentally caught a hold of early in my career. I was sitting in a meeting as an entry-level employee, and one of our senior leaders was visiting uh, our, our office, and he asked the group at the end of the meeting if anybody could state our company's mission statement. Now look, there were dozens of people in the room, and by the way, there were leaders in the room, and not a single person was able to recite it. Being a newer employee, I was shocked. I was amazed. I couldn't believe it. Some of these people had been working for this company for years and as soon as that meeting was over, I was on a mission to find the answer. I asked my manager if he could tell me where to find this information. He handed me a book that was, was written that housed the history of our company, how the business was built, uh, key leaders that created the foundation of the company, the values of the company, and guess what else was in there? Yep, our mission statement. I had settled it right then and there that if I was ever in a meeting like that again, that I would absolutely know the answers to these types of questions. Guess what? Since that awkward meeting, questions like that have come up in meetings several times since. Guess what else? I was often the only one in the room to raise my hand with the right answer. And I can tell you this, it was a needle off the record moment. Like, who is this guy? Like, how do you know that? Like, you're not even supposed to know that. I would highly, highly recommend that you do the same. I promise you, there aren't many others that will. And as a result, you will be well on your way to building a tremendous personal brand. So there it is. That's the three-legged stool. Methods, results, and culture. And in order to advance uh, faster and to create success, the, the dream that you desire, you will need to bring all three in abundance. By missing even one of these legs, the stool will fall. You know, the great Zig Ziglar once said that success occurs when opportunity meets preparation. Your opportunity to advance will come. There is no doubt about it. The question you're going to have to ask is, what are you willing to do to prepare and to make yourself the obvious choice? So to all the young professionals out there, and quite frankly to everyone listening who wants more out of your life, more out of your career, embrace the season of preparation. Everything that you're doing absolutely matters. Every seed that you plant will reap a harvest. The application from your preparation is absolutely essential. It's going to come. You will get a chance to apply what you've learned and you will have a head start on your competition. I'm in your corner and ready to help you conquer your pursuit. I really appreciate you investing time with us, as always, here at the Champion Forum. Make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. This helps us to promote the content. Each episode, if you're new with us, know that uh, it comes with show notes. You can go check the show notes out on our website, which is thechampionforum.com. Use these to help provoke thought. We have very thought-provoking questions to help you really digest uh, the content and really hold up the mirror for you to find out where you are on your journey as it pertains to the content of each episode. You can also follow me on social media at The Champion Forum. And if you'd like to contact me or have questions, I can be reached at Hancher at the championforum.com. And until next time, you got to remember this, you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.